Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast. And if you want to find out more about us, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. these words from Paul to the church of Thessalonica, chapter 4, verses 13 uh, through 18. Listen to these words. Brothers and sisters, we want you to know about people who have died so that you won't mourn like others who don't have any hope. Since we believe that Jesus died and rose, so we believe that God will bring with him those who have died in Jesus. What we are saying is a message from the Lord. We who are alive are still around that the Lord's coming definitely won't go ahead of those who have died. This is because the Lord himself will come down from heaven with the, single, with the signal of a shout by a head angel and a blast of God's trumpet. First, those who are dead in Christ will rise. Then we who are living and still around will be taken up together with them in the clouds to meet with the Lord in the air. That way we will always be with the Lord. So encourage each other with these words. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Weird set of scripture readings this lectionary reading is. This is one of those where if you're caught up in the idea of the rapture where you could point to this and say, this is it, and Paul would say, no, it's not. What Paul is really getting at here is he's trying to waken up, get, get the people that are still here aroused up and excited about God's message of hope for the eternal. And I think far too often these people, you see the word dead, and it's actually translated asleep, that far too often we become asleep and we become kind of complacent to who we are and where we go. That sometimes we forget that we need to be encouraged every so often. Encouragement matters. Encouragement, when, when we think about how we can lift someone up, the encouragement that we bring to people matters could you imagine walking into a room and you know that your friend needs encouragement and you say, Shanna, you did a good job. Shanna, we're so proud of you. We're, we're so excited about what you did and what God has. I mean, come on. That, that's not exciting. That's not encouraging. But, but, but me leaping into Shanna's arms, if that doesn't scream encouragement, I don't know what will. If we live lives of, of dullness, we will not be alive. We will be dead. We need to be encouraged. That's what Sunday morning does. I don't know about you, but, but Sunday morning encourages me to go on and to go forward and, and to live with that eternal hope that God loves us and cares for us. And the challenge is, is that so do we. We have to live an attitude of love and encouragement for others because we never know how words may affect us and how our embraces to someone another may change or shape someone's life. We all need a bit of encouragement. We all need a bit of, of excitement and just a little push, a nudge forward to live out our faith and hope. So be encouraged with these words. 
Paul's reminding us that, that we need that encouragement, not just because it's going well. We need those encouragement to, to, to live out of the abundance that God has given us, even though it may not be a whole lot. And that we should live that out in a way that people want to be a part of that. And when we do that, it draws people in. You know what brings people to church? Not good preaching. What brings people to church is people genuinely inviting, genuinely loving on one another, encouraging each other in their faith to grow deeper in their faith. Good preaching does help. It's part of it, but it's a small part in my opinion. But what really brings people to life and the faith is relationships. What brought me to Christ wasn't, you know, Chuck Horton's a great preacher. I love listening to Chuck. I don't remember a single sermon that Chuck Horton preached to me as a child, as a youth. It wasn't a sermon that brought me in. It was loving and caring people who loved on me, who embraced me, that was encouraging to me. That gave me hope as I was suffering, as, as I was dealing with my mom and my dad, both dealing with illness. That was the encouragement I needed to come back and again and to dive deeper in my faith. It wasn't a sermon. Like I said, I very rarely remember one or two sermons that Chuck really preached. And it was because of the relationships that were established that drew me in. But realize it's positive relationships. Because I had visited a couple of churches before, and let me tell you, those uh, encouraging words were not so encouraging. They were kind of scary. If I don't do this, I'm going to hell. Oops. But what I discovered as I read Scripture and as I was going to Sunday school and as, as, as people were encouraging me to dive deeper is that God's love is there for all of us. And that's the hope that we need. Those are the encouraging words that as we're in the ruts of life, that God will be there. No matter where we're at in the highest of high or the lowest of low, those are the encouraging words that drive us forward and on. When we have those moments of encouragement, they only push us forward. I don't know about you, but when I receive thank you notes or, or words of encouragement, they make me want to do more, not less. When I do those things and I receive the, those thank you letters, I, I love receiving thank you letters because they make a difference in my life. They push me to go forward and on. And, and this week, I have to admit, there were several stories that I heard this week through you, talking with you, thanking me of what's being done in the church recently. And some of it is just people acknowledging what's being done. And then this week... I invited Isabel Baker into my office to, to share a word of encouragement with you as a church. And so I want you to listen to, to when Isabel left my office, man, I, I was excited. I, was, I, was, I mean, she encouraged me just by her words that are coming to you now. So let's listen to what Isabel has to offer us today. I'm so happy to be a member of First United Methodist Church in Tahlequah. Uh, I'm not as active as I used to be, but I absolutely, mentally, I watch everything that happens prayerfully of the wonderful changes. Our church is one that's good for everyone, for the little children, for the teenagers, 
for the adults, for those in their aging years like me. There's something here, I really believe, open doors, open minds, open hearts. That's what this church is all about. And we are on the move. The pews are being filled. The music programs are fantastic. I absolutely love the bell choir, the adult choir, the youth choir, and all of the beautiful soloists that honor us on Sunday. We have wonderful pastors that work so hard that are, what, what do you say, really movers and shakers, perhaps. I just think that it's a great place to be. I love seeing all my wonderful friends. I'm not as active as I used to be, but I love those that are, and I just thank the Lord every day for this church and what it means to people in Tahlequah, especially in the area of outreach. God bless. Can you believe she did that in one take? Uh, I, you know, sometimes when, when you're not used to it, uh, it's a little bit difficult or a little bit intimidating to speak. And, and Elizabeth, uh, Isabel shared her love of the church as an encouragement for you all. And she's willing to say how great this church is. Are you? She's willing to say that th this is a great place for people no matter where you're at on the journey. Are you? Be encouraged by Isabel's words as an opportunity for you to be able to share your faith with everyone you come in contact with. And when you can do that, you'll be the light of Christ for the world. And that's what Thanksgiving looks like. It's living out of the abundance in which God has given us. And for some of us, it's as simple as saying, hey, I love where I worship on Sunday morning." It shapes and changes my life in a way that pushes me to go deeper in my relationship with God. And it's as simple as saying, I love this church, and here's why. And so this week, I want to challenge you. Why do you love this church? And are you willing to share that love with the world? And that's the challenge that God presents to us every day. But I want us to pay special attention this week. Because when we can share those words of encouragement on how God has made an impact on your life, it will change someone else's. So live an attitude of gratitude and don't be afraid to share how God has made an impact on your life. If you do that, you'll find yourself being shaped and changed as well. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening, and we hope that you come and join us some Sunday. And you can find out more about us at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day.